0: Welcome back to another episode of the JNR Basketball Podcast. My name is John. I'll be joined by Ronnie in just a second. But uh, let's talk about the news, the latest news in the NBA. Everyone is still talking about Luka's masterpiece versus the Knicks at Madison Square Garden. The Mavericks were basically dead in the water. They are down nine points with 33 seconds left. And Luka just kicks it into another gear. He ends up with a triple-double scoring 60 points, the only 60-point triple-double in NBA history. 60 points, 21 rebounds, 10 assists, successfully bring the Mavs back into this game, forces an overtime, and ultimately the Mavericks win in overtime. He follows it up with his next game with a 35-point, 12-rebound, 13-assist game, back-to-back triple-doubles. He is on fire, the hottest player in the NBA right now. LeBron James celebrates his 38th birthday today. He is 20 years into the league and on pace to break scoring records. In addition to all the other records he's already broken, 38th birthday, 20 years in the NBA, he truly is the Iron Man of the NBA, and I'm looking forward to see the rest of this season and and him hopefully getting to play a season with his son, which again would be unprecedented in the NBA. A fight breaks out in the Pistons Magic game. If you haven't seen this clip, go on YouTube, check it out. Multiple players were suspended as a result of this. I'm going to paraphrase the, the incident from the NBA Twitter account. This incident began when Mo Wagner was assessed a flagrant two and ejected for unsportsmanlike conduct when he pushed Hayes into the Detroit bench while both players were pursuing a loose ball. Diallo, who received a technical foul and was ejected, continued the altercation when he pushed Mo Wagner from behind. Hayes then escalated the the altercation further when he punched Mo Wagner in the back of the head. Hayes was given a technical foul and ejected. As a result of this melee, Killian Hayes was suspended for three games. Mo Wagner, two games, and Diallo of the Pistons was suspended for one game. A total of eight other Magic players were suspended for one game for leaving the bench area. This is Cole Anthony, R.J. Hampton, Gary Harris, Kevon Harris, forwards Schofield and Franz Wagner, and centers Mo Bamba and Wendell Carter Jr., all suspended one game as a result of this altercation. So if you're keeping count, that's nine players from the Orlando Magic that are going to be suspended for their next game. Should be interesting to watch how they handle this, how they play in a short-handed situation. And that is the latest news. Let's jump into the podcast. So we're going to play a round of Start Trade Drop. And this is a little bit different from our, what did we call it, Start Trade Bench? Yeah, I, so I decided to change Since it up you, you, wanted to, you wanted to put a little twist. Yeah, so talk about what... What each of those categories be, Ronnie? Yeah,
1: so I wanted to do start trade drop. I so my idea is I, of course, you're gonna the guy that you want to keep on your team who's like the most valuable, and then who do you want to trade? Which is kind of equal to like who has a lot of value, and maybe you could get value for you know trading them, and then who just has no value at all? Like who who would just drop from your team, just get rid of them? So it's kind of like it's really like back in the day when you used to play this with your friends, you know who would you I don't know how do I say it. Who would you Marry, Kill marry F, and kill. F yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, basically I just kind of made it a little more harsh, you know, start, trade, drop. Sure. So Okay. Yeah, um what we want to start with mine? I got three players. Yes, let's go. Let's go. So my start trade drop, you who would you choose between these three players? So you got Luca, your your favorite boy. I feel like you're gonna go with him. But then Embiid, you really like him, and then Jokic, who was the MVP two times in a row. I was curious who you would choose out of those. So who would be your start, trade, drop, Luka, Embiid, Jokic?
0: I could literally just flip a coin on these guys, right? Because they're all so talented. Yeah. And and, and extremely talented. And they're like top five players this year. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So... Really, no matter what I say, I'm wrong, right? And that's okay. Well, I just kind of uh, wanted but, to hear your thoughts on it, you know? like, Yeah, yeah no, yeah, no, no, I get it. I I get the game running. I get the game, get the <laughs> game here. Uh, so you're right. I'm going to start Luca. He is just a points machine. You would start uh, him. I am gonna. I'm going to start Luca. Okay. Yep. I like. I like the way that he p- plays basketball. Right. He's a big body the game, guard. Yeah. He he can get you a lot of rebounds, a lot of assists. He can score a lot of points. He just kind of does a little bit of everything. I'm going to trade. And this is where you're going to – well, I guess it doesn't matter because you're going to drop your job no matter what. I'm going to trade Joel Embiid because he is, quote, unquote, a traditional center. Okay, He plays the game like a center would. And I think he fits into any team very, very easily, very, very well, and you're going to get a lot of trade value because of that. He's yeah. he, just a perfect center that you can copy and paste anywhere. I'm going to drop – Two time reigning MVP. (laughs) It just sounds so weird to say Nikolai Jogic. And that's because he is an untraditional center. And I don't think a lot of coaches in the NBA would, they would try to change him too much. And it wouldn't work out. The fact that Denver is just letting him do what he does is is genius. It's the easiest thing to do. Yeah. But there was a reason he was taken in the second round. He doesn't play like a traditional center. And to a lot of teams, that's just like, ah, oh, he doesn't know how to play the game. <laughs> he's 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 a non-traditional center, a fantastic player. But I think Joel Embiid, once I've decided on Luca, right? Which one is going to give me more trade value? Mm-hmm. And that's why I, I ultimately end up dropping Dropping uh, Jokic in that situation. All right, don't feel good about yeah. it. but that—that's my—that's my justification and logic. Yeah,
1: that's interesting. So I, so I'm going back and forth just hearing you talk about this too. You know, I really didn't have anything set in stone. I'm just going to say this. So, I'm, my start player, I think would be Luca. God, I hate saying it. I just don't want to say it. See, I hate <laughs> Luka so much, but you can't deny how good of a player he is. He is a point guard and I don't think there's that many good point guards in the league right now that really help their team overall. It, it just he lifts his whole entire team. He makes other players good around him and I think that's really important for point guards too. I think I would trade Jokic because I, f- I see all the value that he brings, you know, like he's just a good overall player, two-time MVP, he passes, he rebounds, he blocks, he 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 scores. He could shoot it from three. He's one of those hybrid players, right? Kind of like Embiid, but I don't think Embiid is up to the Jokic level on passing and things like that too. No. So I think that's the only reason I would trade Jokic is just because of, you know, his level of his his value, you know, he brings so much I think you could get a lot from him if you traded him. And then that leaves us with Embiid. Compared to these two other players, you would just drop him and he has the least amount of value compared to these two other guys because He's your traditional center. You know, he's an amazing center. He he blocks any scores. You could barely stop him. He's he's almost a Shaquille O'Neal, right? He's just one of those guys down low that could you just have a hard time stopping. But he could also shoot a three-pointer. But in comparison, I think he would be the guy that I would drop just because he's not as valuable as the other players.
0: It's interesting because it's almost a very accurate summary of our our outlook on the game, right? I don't want my center to be shooting threes. period. Right. Right. So that's why I value Embiid more than Jokic is because I want him down in the lane. I want his, I want him by the basket Yeah, where there's so many times you watch Jokic, he's nowhere near the basket. He's on the perimeter because he's shooting threes. Great. He's a fantastic shooter, but that's not the way I want my team. So that's why I think I value Joel Embiid more than Nikolai Jokic. Yeah. And you're the opposite, and and, and it, we really I think this this is the perfect example to kind of show that. Yeah.
1: I I, stuff, I could I could start tough. Jokic and maybe Ben, or not bench Luca, but uh, trade
0: Luca too. You know. You changing your mind already? Yeah. You're no, I'm just, just saying. Yeah. but Such a little weasel. Yeah. Ronnie.
1: I'm I'm just saying, like because yeah, Luca and Jokic are like side by side. I think they're just such good players. Yeah.
0: And Embiid's almost there.
1: He's just not. He's not up to these guys' level.
0: I I, I fully agree with that. Right. But like I said. Joel Embiid fits in every system because he's a traditional center. Yep.
1: But then you look at the, that.
0: To me, that to me is more valuable than you have more trade partners, more willing, you know, people that you could trade right. because of that.
1: Now, also Embiid, he is averaging the highest points per game this year, thirty three point one. So, I mean, like he's he could easily be a start too as well, you know. But nope, I just I can't go with it.
0: Yeah. I think it comes down to at least for me for Luca and Embiid, you know, between my start and trade, is that Luca can create his own shots better than Joe Allen B can create his own shots. Yeah. So, potato, potato, round, <laughs> yeah. potato, potato. Poor year three. Let's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we talked about the Hall of Fame, and we're going to be talking about the Hall of Fame again in just a second. But we had some players that are shoe ins for the first round for the first time they're being available, uh, and I decided to do our start trade drop on those guys. So that's Dirk Nowitzki dwayne wade and tony parker man ronnie you are on the clock who
1: are you starting i'm gonna go backwards so i'm gonna start with who i would drop first so i would drop tony okay. parker okay. um he was an excellent point guard he he i think that because of his supporting cast with tim duncan and Jim nobly i think that kind of helped make him good right i think if he was on a regular team a crap team that he wouldn't be the same as Luca is currently, you know? He, he wouldn't be able to bring his whole entire team up. And so that's why I would drop him. He doesn't have as much value as Dwayne Wade and Dirk now- Uh The one I would start... I would think I would start Dirk. Just because he is one okay. of those special players. You know that he's he's probably like at the top of the list of the Hall of Fame guys, right? Dwayne Wade was excellent, but Dwayne Wade kind of just threw himself at the rim, you know? Like, he... <laughs> He actually hurt his body in a long run, just because he was so crazy athletic, and he would—he—he he reminded me a lot of Jamal Rant right now. He would just— Yes, I would say that's a fair comparison. Yeah. A lot of points in the paint, mm-hmm. a lot of contact. He would just throw himself in the air and do crazy layups, and he was so much fun to watch, you know. But I think when it comes when you look at Dirk though in his game, he was one of those hybrid players. He was the, that seven foot player who could do the dirty work down low, and he could just launch a perfect rainbow three. And sink it almost every time. He had that fadeaway that yeah. was unblockable, like Kobe Bryant. So I think that's why I'd start Dirk. I would trade D- Dwayne Wade because he had that trade value, and Tony Parker. I'd have to drop, unfortunately.
0: I'm exactly the same, and almost for the exact same reasons, nice. right? Dirk is such a special player, unguardable mm-hmm. with his shot. He's he's still tall. He's long. He can handle the ball. He can get you rebounds. He can score assists. He can create his own shot. He could dish it out very well and and get points for the rest of his team. Dwayne Wade is a traditional point guard that fits into any team very, very well, just like Joel Embiid. And, and that's why they both ended up on my trade list for those reasons. Yeah. Now, Tony Parker, the reason I'm dropping him is a little bit different than you. One is because I'm out of peers. But two is, <laughs> here is a headline from September 2020. Tony Parker proved he was the worst teammate ever. Ooh. Do you know why he was the worst teammate ever? No, oh,
1: I have no idea. I can't even think of anything. I can't create anything. No, what's this
0: say? So, Tony Parker cheated on his absolutely gorgeous wife, Eva Longoria, <laughs> oh, yeah. with a teammate's wife. So, Brent <laughs> Barry was a player on the Spurs and apparently tony parker had an affair with a teammate's wife you found
1: an article on this is, i've heard about this but i didn't actually know if it was true or not so that's awesome
0: yeah 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 the, the article is from apparent the article is from september 2020 but the scandal was actually way back in uh, 2010 i want to say right. so obviously when tony was was more relevant in the league but yeah he how do you how do you do that <laughs> I know. To with, a teammate. With,
1: oh, I thought you meant because of Eva Lagoria, because oh, she was gorgeous. And with Eva Lagoria,
0: <laughs> absolutely, right? There's 2,000 people <laughs> <come> that <in> here. <laughs> yeah. She is just absolutely stunning. Right and then it's a teammate's wife so it's yeah. it's just do you remember Hugh Grant the actor yeah i hate that guy he's so annoying but yes <laughs> yes but he was he was dating or married to i don't remember which the the status was my wife is probably listening saying they were only dating <laughs> but he was he was in a relationship with Elizabeth Hurley who is just absolutely stunning yeah. and he decided you know what i'm going to pay an ugly prostitute to have sex with <laughs> And it's just like Dude, what are you doing? He is ridiculous. He's a, like the ugliest guy I think
1: ever, too. And I don't I don't understand I don't. the attraction for girls. Just his accent, I guess. I don't know. I, I don't
0: I don't know. But Elizabeth Hurley, Eva Angoria, those are those are those are Hall of Fame. Right. right. There. Yeah, that's crazy. So yes, he is the worst teammate ever, and that certainly fed into my decision. To drop him because that's toxic. You can't have that on your team. Yeah, that is the worst. That's yeah. It, uh, so just that's just, why I dropped Tony Parker. Yeah,
1: just because he cheated on on the uh, Longoria. You know, it's just definitely it's uh yeah. He's dropable just for that reason. Nice.
0: There's a, a baseball player that used to play with the Tampa Bay Rays. I don't know if he still does. Named Evan Longoria, mm-hmm. and I just feel bad for that guy because <laughs> I imagine he was just ridiculed for his name. Oh, yeah. uh, forever, he, forever and ever and ever. You probably. They probably thought he was married to her, you know. But
1: nope, it's not maybe the case. Yeah. You know, I was just like, so I'm just thinking about uh, Dirk and Jokic. How similar are those two guys yeah. too? You know, like that's like they do. I, they I feel do like have a lot of similarities, those are yeah. they're identical too. Just, just I don't know. Just saw that on the on paper.
0: I think I think Jokic is bigger than Dirk, wasn't he? Maybe, but not by much. Quite a bit bigger. All right, we're doing this. We're doing this, Ryan. Dirk is Dirk is seven foot. And Jokic, I think, is seven one. Dirk uh, Jokic is six eleven. Oh, okay. He's shorter than I with thought. With a wingspan of seven three. Okay, so they are more similar. I think I think bigger though. He's two hundred eighty four pounds. Oh, yeah, I don't think he's Dirk thicker. was ever that big yeah. when he played. Dirk was a little thin compared to Jokic. Uh, it doesn't say he's playing weight, but I agree. Just looking at these pictures, yeah. he looks significantly thinner. Would it would it have been weird? Not weird, but um, uh, you know, Dirk when when Luca came into the league, Dirk was basically sunsetting his career at that point mm-hmm. prime luca and prime dirk would have been quite a force to reckon with oh yeah could they have coexisted
1: yeah i mean they did for one year right
0: yeah but it wasn't it wasn't like but it wasn't prime dirk they weren't prime yeah. right cuz you know sometimes we're maybe seeing that in, in Atlanta with, with Trey Young and DeJounte Murray. Sometimes you have prime guys that are great, yeah. they just don't work well together. It'll
1: be like Michael Jordan playing for the Wizards and then having LeBron James go to his team too. Just yeah, wouldn't be yeah. right, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. I just just curious if you think that would work. It probably would, because Dirk didn't seem like a selfish player. He seemed just well like a like a team first you know, sort of guy. Think of what I said
1: earlier. You know, Dirk is comparable to Jokic, and then I want Luka and Jokic to team yeah, up, you know, so I, yeah. I think that would be a match made in heaven. Maybe you don't
0: necessarily, but I, I think it would be perfect. Yeah. Okay. I should have known that was gonna be your answer. <laughs> Gosh. So we talked about the Hall of Fame last time and specifically Sean Marion on his merits of whether or not he should be a Hall of Famer. You were on the fence or on the side of he should be in the Hall of Fame. Is that correct?
1: I did say that. Um I thought about it and I'm changing my answer though.
0: <laughs> you thought about it. You changed I, your answer. I like
1: what the angle that you're going with, how you know, we, we need to kind of step up our Hall of Famers, our 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 choices, you know, and yeah, Marion was a good player, you know, but I don't think he was Hall of Fame eligible, you know, I don't think he was that good of a player. I started thinking about all these yeah. old players like Carl Malone, who some players that didn't win championships that were good, you know, like, like Carl Malone, or there's Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing. I think they're all Hall of Fame players, but when I compare yes, them to like Sean Marion, Marion, no. It seems weird, right? right. It seems dirty. So that's yeah. the reason I changed my mind, because I, I started going back on some older players, comparing Marion to some older players, and it just
0: didn't sound right. So Sean Marion, and I was trying to think of what is my bar. So I just, without even looking at Marion's stats, I said, you know, six all-star games, maybe that's that's sort of the the mark for me. Okay. Uh so I looked Sean Marion has four all-star games. Yeah. He was two times on the all NBA third team. Um, you know that also makes a difference, right? All yep. NBA team defensive team, something like that, but he was on the all NBA third team. So that's, you know, two tiers below, but only an all-star four times, won the championship, but he was just a contributor to that championship team. Yeah. So I I'm glad you've seen my ways. Yep. I look through the list of Hall of Famers, and I kind of came up with some players that, in my head, is like, "Oh, really? I didn't. I, I don't want to say the worst player, the worst players in the Hall of some Fame. Some surprises it's, it's, that are in a Hall of some Fame. Surpri- some, some, Yes. Yeah, some people that maybe stop scrolling. And you go, oh, huh, really? Yeah. But first, a bit of trivia for you, Ronnie. Okay. The dream team, the team that went to the Olympics Mitch and Richmond. Just absolutely annihilated <laughs> that team. I don't know what the question is that you're answering there. <laughs>
1: The best player on the Dream Team, Mitch Richmond.
0: Was Mitch Richman on the Dream Team? Heck yeah, he was. No, no, he wasn't. Get out of here. Heck yeah, he was.
1: The second one, at least.
0: (laughs) Okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. Uh, Of all of those players, which one is not in the Hall of Fame? Uh, Because all of them are, except for this one. Do you know?
1: Gosh, I, I'm. Can you go? Can you? Do you have a list of names in front of you? Of, of the GM I team? do, but
0: when I say the name of the list, of I'm going to say who, you're going to be like, "Oh yeah, that who guy's is not the center
1: it. for the Bulls? Christian, someone?
0: Christian Ligner, You're correct. Yes. yes, He is the only only player that was on the original dream team that did that is not in the Hall of Fame. You, he was only an All Star one time, yeah. so it wasn't like he. You know, based on my imaginary stats, he. uh He's not. Yeah, because they had to have
1: the first one, reason they wanted to have someone fresh out of college or a rookie or whatever that deal was. I don't don't
0: remember that. Yeah.
1: So he was the best one coming out of college, I think, was the deal. And so they decided to have him on the team, even though he wasn't like truly like, oh, they could have put, um, what's his name from the Detroit Pistons on there? Uh, Thomas. Isaiah Thomas? Yeah, Isaiah Thomas. They could have traded him out for Christian, but. Yeah, they they were Christian said so.
0: Yes, he was the national player of the year and the only co- college player selected for the dream team yep. that won the gold. Sweet, interesting. So he is in the Hall of Fame as a member of the dream team, but not because of his professional basketball career. Yeah. I guess that's the the caveat there. But he's the only member of that 1992 dream team that is not as an individual uh, contributor in the Hall of Fame. Man, so he made the Hall of was Fame a just for that. Fun. Oh, interesting little fun piece of trivia for you. I don't think it deserves to be you, in the Hall of Fame for that. Uh, well, the, the team is in the Hall of Fame.
1: Well, I know. The team. But okay, that so, Green okay. team
0: because they were so dominant. So, it's not just – hold on. It's not the NBA Hall of Fame. Yeah. It's the basketball Hall of Fame. Okay. So that basketball team, uh, let's admit it. They were absolutely dominant beyond belief. Right. They they deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. He was a member of that team. Therefore, yep. vis-a-vis, et cetera, he's in the Hall of Fame.
1: Yeah. He happened to be in
0: that picture with them, so (laughs) he makes it. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. So did you have a player on your list that made you go, huh?
1: No, I didn't look. I don't. I don't have any any list of players. Son of a gun! <laughs> yeah, I didn't have time
0: to do that part. That was your homework <laughs> assignment. It was like a week ago. No, it wasn't. And it I wasn't that long, dude. We had Christmas and everything, man. I didn't have time to do that. Oh, oh, <laughs> excuses. Well, I did, guys. So I'm here with four players that made me go. Really, they're in the Hall of Fame. The first one inducted in 2011 dennis rodman
1: yeah he deserves to be in there he was the best rebounder he was top of the league in rebounds you don't think he deserves to be in there
0: well i I didn't say that i'm saying that this made me pause and say huh (laughs) he's in the hall of fame and then i looked at his stats so he was an all-star only twice but here's where he makes the hall of fame in my eyes seven time all defensive first team heck yeah seven time nba rebounding champion amazing So seven time on the first team all defensive, seven time rebounding champion, uh, two times on the all NBA third team, which to me isn't isn't that much. Uh, All uh, two time defensive player of the year. So that is what gets him over the hump. Five time NBA champion means nothing to me because you know there's a lot of NBA champions that never saw. Well, but he was a starter. Damian Lee won an NBA championship with the Wizards or not the Wizards the Warriors last year. Yeah,
1: difference with this guy is that he was a starter for the Detroit. Detroit Pistons, you know, the mean team, you know, and then he went over to the Bulls and was a starter on that team and just dominated. So he was a magnet for that ball, too. He knew exactly where it was was. when it hit the rim. He knew exactly where it was going to go. And he fought for those rebounds, too. He was a guy that you did not want to mess with either, too. If you saw him going for the rebound, you just kind of let him get his rebound because he was (laughs) going to hit you hard if you got in his way, too. So I love watching him. And plus, he he liked wearing dresses, which is weird, too. So (laughs) (laughs) This <laughs> is kind of—he's a weird guy to watch, yeah. you know.
0: Very interesting. He's a very weird guy. All right, the second name, former Suns player that just made me stop and and say, "Really?" Was two thousand eighteen inductee Grant Hill. Oh yeah, I mean, so he never won an NBA championship. He coming out of college, right? Coming out of Duke, he was, you know, everyone always wanted to say, "You're the next," whatever he is. You're the next Michael Jordan. Yep. He was highly touted out of college. Often injured, which certainly hinders his career, yeah. but what do you think about Grant Hill?
1: That is an interesting one. I didn't think he was going to be in the Hall of Fame because there was so many years that he missed, and just like you said, for injury reasons, but when he was healthy at first, he, he played excellent. Then he got that ankle injury where he got a, a staph infection, and he almost died, and then he, he, oh, geez, I didn't he know ended that. up coming back in the league, and then he was... Good enough to where, yeah, he he started. I think he was. I'm gonna guess he won defensive players like all or he made the defensive team, player team. What is it called? Defensive team.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all defensive. All team. defensive team. NBA all defensive team. Yeah. Yeah, I think he probably champion.
1: won that a couple of times because he was the Suns' best defender. No.
0: no? Yeah. Well, I mean, the Suns' best defender is is like <laughs> it doesn't take much. He the only one is, on the team that defended uh, because his sons was were the just best all chicken offense. nugget I've ever had at McDonald's. <laughs> right, it's, the bar is low. Uh, but he is a seven time All Star, one time on the NBA All First Team, four times on the Second Team, Co Rookie of the Year. Uh, so I think it was the seven time All Star that really shows his longevity. Yeah. So seven times in ten years to nineteen ninety five. Was the first time he made the All Star team. Two thousand five was the last time. That shows the longevity that you're. Uh, that at least I'm looking for. But it is it is kind of interesting, right? He was never a scoring leader. He was only the NBA All NBA first time, one time. Devin Booker's been on the All NBA team, first team, I think, more than that. But I don't consider Devin Booker a Hall of Famer. Certainly on the path to become. But yep. it's just just sort of interesting. I think if there was a a Hall of
1: Fame for sprite sales grant hill would be the mvp on that one he would be he had the, the inductee for hall of fame of sprite sales you remember that commercial you know where it's like grant hill drinks sprite grant hill drinks sprite and then you, you would see grant remember. hill dunking on the court you know he was on a playground just you know by himself and then a kid on the side saw him and he was like the kid drinks sprite and then he went to go dunk the ball and he just Bashes the ball into the rim and falls flat on his back. <laughs> he was like, oh, "Sorry, son." <laughs> I do vaguely remember yeah, that. Yeah, it was like the best commercial ever. I I drank so much Sprite after that.
0: <laughs> all right, this next player was inducted in 2019. He was an NBA All Star once. He was on the All NBA All Rookie First Team his rookie year, and that's it. A, no other NBA uh, accomplishments. A rookie in 2019. He was a rookie. No, no, no. He was inducted in 2019. Oh. He was on the. He was a rookie in 1990. He made his first all-star team in 2001. Yeah. And that player is Vladi Divac. Yeah. He is in the Hall of Fame. So he made you kind and of that, question that, huh? He made me kind of question it. But then that's when I reminded myself or, or when I looked it up and said, okay, it's the Basketball Hall of Fame. Yeah. Not the NBA Hall of Fame. Yeah. When you look at his FIBA performance – and his Europe stats, gotcha. he absolutely was dominant in the FIBA world. I bet uh, he's on the FIBA greatest Euroleague contributors, uh, fifty greatest players in FIBA. So he, as a basketball player, you know, he's won multiple uh, gold medals and FIBA World Cups. He's in the FIBA Hall of Fame. It makes sense that he's in the basketball Hall of Fame. He absolutely, if there's an NBA only Hall of Fame, he doesn't belong there. Yeah. And I think that's probably would be universally accepted. But from a basketball perspective, yes, okay, I'll give you that. Lottie Divac is in the basketball hall of fame.
1: I I I don't disagree with it. I mean, I remember when he was playing for the Lakers and he was an excellent player. He was one of those unstoppable players. He was excellent, so yeah. I if it's, the thing that I go by is if I remember a player and how well they performed <laughs> yeah. in the nineties when I was super young, I mean I was probably like 10 you know so if I remember that then he's probably a good player you know
0: yeah no I, I'm not disagreeing I, I, I certainly remember him as well but just looking at his accolades compared to the rest of these former NBA players it's significantly lower but right he did play in Europe and he played part of FIVA, so he he gets extra bonus points for that to make the the Hall of Fame yeah Speaking of ugly, tall players. Speaking of ugly, tall players. Do
1: you remember George <laughs> Marison? Nope. No? Oh, he was this player. All. He played in the league. He was seven seven. He actually starred in a movie role. I think it was... I, I don't remember the movie. It was something Giants, like Friendly Giants or something like that, but um, I don't know. I was just kind of wondering if you remember him. It's just totally off-topic, but I just... I heard his name today, and I remembered him, and I was like, oh, yeah, like he was... He was a really tall, ugly dude in the league, but I, I really loved him. He was such a kind-hearted oh, yeah, guy, yeah. you know? And... I looked him up, and he is a tall, ugly dude. <laughs> yeah. I just was just wondering if you remembered him. He played for the Washington Bullets, it looks like. That was the main team that he was the known for. Bullets,
0: the Wizards, and the Nets. Yeah, yeah. short-lived.
1: I miss him. He was really right. fun to watch.
0: But that's all. Okay, go ahead. What
1: were you going to say? All right. No, the <laughs> last
0: player that I had that, that made me stop on this list was Chris Weber. He was inducted in 2021. He's a five-time all-star what you what know, like you see his stats okay five-time all-star uh one NBA all, all NBA first team three second teams one third team rookie of the year he was the rebounding leader one year as well solid career can't really argue with that after after you see that yeah and i think you know other than Vladi Divac's NBA resume those other three guys Rodman, Grant Hill and Chris Webber all of their resumes are better than Sean Marion right so i agree it's kind of tough and I, I i'm glad that you you had a moment to reflect and, <laughs> yeah. and appreciate that. So now Chauncey Billups, he's the other one that you you were like, yeah, man, Chauncey Billups should be there. Do you still think Chauncey Billups <sighs> deserves to be in the Hall of Fame?
1: Gosh, that, there's that one year he was just so amazing. Like how do you uh, – uh, maybe not. I'm just going to say no because if I'm thinking this hard on it, sure. then no, he shouldn't <laughs> yeah. be in there, right? It should be an easy decision. It's,
0: It's close. I mean, when I look at his career highlights, you know, obviously he has the championship. He was the finals MVP. He was a five-time All-Star, All-NBA second team, two times All-NBA third team. I think an All-NBA first team maybe gets him over that hump. Mm -hmm. Two-time All-Defensive second team, uh, teammate of the year award, all that stuff's not really (laughs) that important. But five-time All-Star, I I think the the problem that I have, I think the problem that's holding him back is that five-time All-Star was all consecutively. It wasn't like, I was an all star for three years, and then I wasn't for several years, and then I was back, or every other year, or something like that, to show that longevity. There was five years where he was really, really good, and then the rest of his career, he's just sort of.
1: He played from ninety seven to two thousand and thirteen. Yeah, so there's a lot of years though when he didn't, he wasn't an all star. So I think right. part yeah. of it is just because he had a great supporting cast for around him for those few years, and yeah, I don't. Maybe he he himself isn't the greatest player i don't maybe he's not good enough to be in the hall of fame unfortunately even though i think he's amazing you know but yeah when you break it down (laughs) maybe he's not a hall of famer
0: he is currently the head coach of the portland trailblazers so he has a chance as a head coach maybe to make the hall of fame
1: (laughs) okay i i'm kind of you put me in a down I mood now it because sassy we,
0: like that. it's because okay. i love them
1: like oh man it was such an amazing year but on detroit when they actually took them to, i remember flying on a plane i was in detroit i got to watch some of these games with my cousins on tv when they're in the finals and then i had to fly back to phoenix when they won the championship they announced the game over the intercom detroit won and the plane roars and i'm like i have missed the whole entire game <laughs> i was so mad but it was, it was still amazing i just i was happy that my my cousins got to see one of their teams win a championship unlike me you know who I just see us lose every year yeah I'm bitter about it that's
0: the way it goes <laughs> but
1: yeah it was really cool good job Detroit and uh yeah that's that's why I saw Chauncey just tear it up you know and that those finals and so it's hard for me to say that he's not a hall of famer
0: well he's not Ronnie get used to it you're
1: such a jerk it's thanks for coming. bringing it up I hate this podcast <laughs> <laughs>
0: And that is going to do it for this week's episode. Thanks, guys, for listening, and we'll see you next time.